Hello, good morning. It is December 8th, and I want to let you know I woke up to a Amazon Web Services outage, and I have been trying to get online for about an hour. <laughs> and it has been so frustrating. I just said, oh my goodness, I have not missed a day on this podcast, and I don't want to start now. <laughs> anyway, this is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Regina. You know, sometimes you just get touched by an angel, and I have been. Amen. God bless you, Regina, and let God keep his arms around you. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So many things we take for granted because we think they are so small, but through God's love and mercy, he gives to one and all. I must thank him for each and every gift he graciously sends my way. And through his word, I've come to learn he answers when I pray. We all can claim salvation for his blood was shed for all, but each must come before him in answer to his call. When we give our all to the Savior, we can have sweet peace and rest. His word has proclaimed for his loved ones, and we know our lives will be blessed. Amen. When I wake up in the morning, at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and hears what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see, for my legs that can move, for my brain to enlighten me. From heaven above, my heart that can beat, so full of love, all these gifts that my God gives to me, I'll always be grateful till eternity. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. There is potential for greatness in you. 
I am convinced that most people have potential for greatness, but just having potential is not enough unless you are willing to take a risk, step out, and let God go to work in your life. The word potential is defined as existing in possibility, but not in actuality. Powerful, but not in use. Having potential doesn't necessarily mean that it is absolutely going to happen. It just means that it can happen if we add the other right ingredients along with it. For instance, if we have a cake mix on the shelf in the kitchen, then you have the potential of having a cake. But just because that cake mix is on the shelf doesn't guarantee that you're going to have a cake. Therefore, uh, there are some things that you must do to get it from a mix on the shelf to a cake on the table. It is the same for all of us. Many people today are wasting their potential because they are not developing what God has placed in them. Instead of developing what they have, they worry about what they don't have and their potential is wasted. They could have done something great, but they let the opportunity pass them by. You can make a difference in the world if you will develop what you have, but it takes time determination, and hard work to develop potential into action or a result. We are never fulfilled until we become all we can be. Each of us has a destiny, and unless we are pressing toward fulfilling it, we will be frustrated in life. Moving up to the next level requires a decision to press on, to let go of what lies behind and refuse to be mediocre. I believe God wants us to do more with our life than you have ever imagined. Amen. God's promises day by day. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Most of us think of a spiritual progress as requiring us to do more, even as our heart cries out to us to lay our burdens down. We renew our efforts at Bible study, scripture memory, and Christian service fearing that we will be discovered in our weakness and need. We try to use whatever small story we have been living in, confidence, gifted speaking, service to others, and so on, to cross the chasm between living in the flesh and living spiritually, when only Christ can carry us to rest. Amen. God's purpose for your life. Luke 15, 
I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. Today is titled, His Waiting Arms. Today, realize that you have not fallen so far that the father will not receive you back. Remember the prodigal son. As he looked at the hogs he was feeding, he realized they were eating better than he was. He was at such a low point with nothing of his own and no one to help him that he actually was envying the pigs. The prodigal's future and prospects seemed absolutely lost. The only alternative he could imagine was to return to his father in hopes of finding mercy. Perhaps his father would accept him as a hired hand. The prodigal didn't realize how his father yearned for him to return or that his father's arms would be open to him. But the same is true for you. No matter how far you are away from God, his longing to receive you back, he is longing to receive you back. God's grace is always available to you to free you from sin, to give you hope, and to lead you to a victorious future. So don't envy the pigs. Rather, run back to the Father, and He will restore you by His grace and fill your life with His goodness. Jesus, reveal the areas where I've become a prodigal and help me come back to the safety of your love. Amen. That was beautiful. Close your eyes and bow your head. This is a meditation of praise for answered prayer. Father, sometimes I pray and wonder if you will answer my prayer request and then you respond. I do not always acquire what I desired, but getting a reply assures me that you are listening. So I praise you for your answered prayer. I praise you for teaching me to seek the eternal treasures that I am connected to. You and not allow what? Okay. Please don't allow me to become consumed with earthly desires, which will deteriorate and will reinforce the love for temporary pleasures. I praise you for being a true father and exercising your sovereign power over my life. My wisdom is limited. Yours is unlimited. My requests can sometimes be emotional and short-sighted. Your answer encompasses the spiritual plan for my life. My mind may only consider one view of the problem, mine. Your thoughts consider everyone and all the circumstances that may be affected. Father, I praise you for answering prayers for others and teaching me to pray for their needs. It is a part of my growth and development in you. I learn compassion and care 
because of the lessons you write in my spirit. I praise you, Father, for blessing me with small requests for enjoyment with my friends, laughter, and holiday gatherings. I praise you for blessing my friends and family with answered prayers. Their joy in you fuels my faith. And during my dry spells, when I grow weary, their delight keeps me seeking you. Father, I praise you for your timing. You come through and everything falls into place in ways that are beyond my imagination. You are teaching me the importance of giving you praise just because you are my Father, my Savior, and my Comforter. Through my praise and thanksgiving to you, my prayers receive answers. I experience the comfort and reassurance of knowing your word is true and you really do want to make my requests known to you. Thank you for being the answer to all of my prayers. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Psalm 66 says, But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, who has not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Amen. Be right back in just a moment with more prayers. Father, how grateful we are that you are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter. You are so full of forgiveness. You are so full of love. You are so full of goodness. Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message deeply into my heart and into every person's heart who hears it, and that all of us will respond in wisdom. We have to understand the obedience required, and we must walk in that obedience. I pray we find the awesome, thrilling joy of knowing our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Of whom should I be afraid? The Lord is my light and my help. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom should I shrink? 
There's one thing I ask of the Lord, and for this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I believe that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I keep my hope in God, and I want you to take heart. Trust in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom should I be afraid? Tell me. Tell me whom should I be afraid? Amen. God's hope for your life. Psalm 39 says, Show me, O Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting is my life. What has been the biggest surprise of your life? Most of us would reply, the brevity of life. It's true. Life is short. And the older you get, the more you realize it. Events that happened 30 years ago seem like they took place just yesterday. But when your mind turns to the future, you realize just how short life is. None of us knows how much more time we'll have. But even if God gives us a long life by most standards, our time is still brief. In the psalmist's words, each man's life is but a breath. Don't waste your time and your life on things that have no eternal value. Draw closer to Christ and make each day count for Him. See each day as a gift from His hand and use it for His glory. The Bible says, Teach us to number our days aright that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Amen. I feel like I'm preaching today. <laughs> Amen. Commanding your morning a daily devotional. Fight the good fight, they say. For a community to flourish, evil must be continually defeated. Day after day, year after year, generation after generation. Otherwise, all that happens is continual strife and infighting. Many, many, many people have become disillusioned because they feel it is a never-ending battle but you must take heart and do not be discouraged. The battle we are engaged in will end in victory. Therefore, you must fight the good fight of faith and not of doubt. 
You must not give in to disbelief. Bow your head. Father, I believe my spirit and declare that I will persist in prayer. I will fight the good fight of faith and not give up. I am already victorious in you. I am more than a conqueror. I reject and repel all doubt and disbelief. I declare that I walk by faith and my speech is guided by your word. Let everyone and every scheme to frustrate your plans and purposes be exposed and demolished. I decree and declare that no weapon formed against me shall prosper because the Lord of heaven's armies has already defeated the enemy. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And remember, there is no one on this earth that you have to impress but Jesus. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you, what they say about you, what their interpretation was of you. All that matters is what your Lord Jesus Christ, our God, thinks about you. Live your life to praise and please God. The rest of the people do not matter. Amen. And now God's way day by day. It says perfection not required. Hebrews 8. I will be merciful to the unrighteous and their sins. I will remember no more. Perfect performance isn't possible in this life. God most certainly does not require it. When self-worth is based upon performance, anxiety, and frustration are nearly always present. Sooner or later, we all fall short of our own best. We all come in second, third, or even last place. We all have moments when we don't achieve to the level we would like to achieve, when we fail to prepare as thoroughly as we could, or when we don't perform as well as we have at other times. That's part of being human. God does not require perfect performance from us at all times. No way. We are unwise to require it of ourselves or of anyone else. Amen. Whew. Started out frustrating not being able to get online. But God made a way when there is no way. So I'm so glad that we were able to come together today and pray. Try to do one act of kindness each day 
It will make you feel so good in so many ways. You have to give it a try. (laughs) Come back and pray with us again tomorrow. Have a great day. Everyone listening, have a great day. Bye for now.